0: Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it doesn't. Case in point, I got Jordan to watch a movie that has nothing to do with Marvel today. So why don't we kick this show on the road with our great new and improved theme? Yeah. Uh, so about that movie, okay, I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> but okay, everybody's a wondering where and when they all came from. Everybody's wondering what they're gonna be when the whole thing's done. (laughs) But no one
1: knows for certain,
0: so it's all the same to me. (laughs) Think I'll just let Let the the mystery be. You watched The Leftovers! Every single episode. Did you really? Oh my god. Oh wow. That's what this episode's about. And you surprised me in the proper fashion? (laughs) Oh my god. And we just watched Infinity War? Yeah. And. uh, Jordan, I might. I I think I'm in love with you. (laughs) Wait till you hear my opinion about the show. Oh man! The entire 28 episode run. All right, you gotta. All right, fans, I know you've, you're used to a certain amount of banter and, <laughs> and stuff that happens before this show, but yep. we're gonna need to skip all of that and dive right into the nitty gritty. I had literally. 30 minutes worth of things to say to you, yeah. and I'm throwing them all out the window. <laughs> this takes precedent. Yeah. I mean, especially since I didn't see 45 years. no idea oh, especially what Especially the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the movie that I told you to watch. Yeah. Uh, you didn't watch. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, let's hear the real theme now. Okay. <laughs> uh, great theme. Still great theme. Great yep. theme for a great ep, for a great day, for a great friend. <laughs> That's you, Jordan. You're the great friend. Yeah. All right, so so lay down the groundwork for what what finally just collapsed in your brain where you're like, I give in. I've, so I've done it. I gotta do it. I was on HBO Go. Okay. Just watching, I think it was a Paul F. Tompkins stand up. <laughs> That's and, a weird thing to not <laughs> be watching The Leftovers for, and it was okay. Yeah, I like Paul F. Tompkins a lot, but this was like in the '90s. Yeah, and he hadn't really honed his craft yet. So okay, I think this was. Below his current operating standard. Sure. He builds to it. Yeah. He's a builder, that guy. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, eh, what else can I watch? And I was like, ah, I could see what the first episode of Leftovers is like. And what day was this? What day was, it was this? It probably two or three weeks ago. I'm not sure. It was before Infinity War. So you've been secretly watching it behind my back, yeah. you little minx. Yeah. Well, I almost let it slip during Infinity War because... Uh, when they carry Coon when they disin- in it. Well, yeah, but... When oh, they get raptured. Yeah. And then, did I, I mention that? It's a you said you scene. said it's like leftovers. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's a lot fewer people in the leftovers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Because <laughs> yeah, I realized, I was like, I shouldn't make a, like, a declarative <laughs> wow. statement about that. And you kept it from me all this time. Uh-huh. So three weeks. I mean, it's from, I just got back from my vacation mm-hmm. at Carolina Rebellion. Yeah, and some other context is that... Pretty much everyone I knew left town this weekend, so okay. I had a lot of free time. So you finished it? Yeah. In how many, like three weeks? How, what was your pace for watching the show? Uh, probably about one to two episodes a day. Whereas, But this weekend I did like, um, probably Sunday I watched maybe four episodes. Like I watched one in the morning. Oh my God. I watched one in the morning, then did some stuff, and then I watched the, the sixth one and I was like, ah, I might as well go ahead and knock this out. <laughs> you watched six episodes of The Leftovers in a day? No, no. Four. Four. I,
1: still, I got
0: to episode six of season two or that, three. That is was a like, Let's heavy... It. You gotta space it out. I watched... Yeah. Every time I watched Most the of them episode. were pretty spaced out. Like I, wasn't, I didn't feel like I was binging it that hard. But yeah. I'm also... When I binge, I binge pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, there, who... There's so many ways to tackle this. Yeah. Uh, I really wish Patrick was on this app, but we'll get him back for a, a follow-up app. Yeah. Um, all right, so why don't we just start with episode one, season one. What is your first impression when you watched the pilot three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, what was I thinking on the... I can... So the pilot is The People Get Raptured, Mm -hmm. October 14th. And it starts with that lady who has a baby in the back of her car. Yes. She's crying, and they're in a supermarket parking lot. Yep. And also, it it has, of course, in the background, you don't know it yet. The priest. Yeah, the priest. My favorite character. Oh, that's interesting. Who is your favorite character, Jordan, Hmm. of The Leftovers, the show you just watched (laughs) really quickly because you loved it? (laughs) Uh, My favorite character... I this I have this question did not occur to me at all. <laughs> That's weird. So it's a, I, po- it seems like a popular one. I know I haven't I haven't thought about them in terms of preference. I was, I was kind of one thing I noticed about this show mm-hmm. is that sometimes I almost felt it put the symbolism of the characters yeah. over the characters like um, how the characters were to act of their own volition. Like sometimes it felt like it's like we're making a point using these action figures characters. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh yeah, a lot of times I was kind of just thinking about the show creator's intentions. Okay. Rather than like what the specific character, I guess I wasn't that so attached. So you, you to any saw of them; there were as more of puppets to get the huge like point of the show across, and all of the yeah. Because it's a very, I I do agree. There's a lot of metaphors there. There's a lot of plot devices and storytelling that these characters really like. I think they're amazing characters yeah. but they sort of mold and morph to the shape of the show mm-hmm. more so than and know. it's hard to be that attached to like Kevin because he's like it's hard to identify with him because he's so cool yeah that it's just like cool. like that's not like me I don't know <laughs> I, like a cool cop guy yeah. oh he is so cool and he's also he just uh, aren't you upset you don't look like Justin Thoreau? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How great would that be? That dude is ripped. Oh, man. But he's got a stupid back tattoo, at least. (laughs) That wasn't just for the show? No way. Uh, Yeah, I think that's just his. You think uh, Damon Lindelof was like, your character's too cool, we gotta knock you down a couple pegs for Caden Jordan (laughs) when they watch it. But, uh, yeah, so he was kind of hard to relate to just because he was, I guess the priest was pretty relatable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I, well... He was such a joke. Yeah. So, and I <laughs> love that. His favorite book of the Bible. Not referring yeah. to the Arrested Development character. Mm-hmm. The Bible character. Well, in season one and season two, basically had a specific fuck you yeah. map episode. <laughs> yeah. That was just brutal. How, my favorite episode of the entire series is yeah. season two, episode five. Yeah, where... Where his wife yeah. gets pregnant. And he's like, it's a miracle. And they're like, you... Yeah. Had sex with your unconscious wife. You pervert. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then, yeah, let's see. What about the other? Wanna just go through the characters? Sure. Let's let's start with the characters. Then we'll go to the plot of the of yeah. the seasons sort of formation, and then we will dive right into that ending because it is ripe for discussion. Mm-hmm. I brought the show up on this podcast because I had needed someone to talk to, to <laughs> about the ending, and a year later I got it. Yeah. Let's hope I remember every all of the small points that yeah. I watched a year ago in a short span of time. Yeah. So, the main character is Kevin. Yes. At least that's how Patty says it, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Thoreau. who, yeah. uh, fun fact, wrote Iron Man 2. And uh, is Jennifer Aniston's husband? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting fact. Now, did you not know about, that? No. You don't think he's worthy? And then I also Jennifer Aniston doesn't deserve him. That he was in uh, Charlie's Angels. Okay. Sure. He's a big writer, a big guy in Hollywood. He does, he's yeah. a triple threat. He does it all. So, yeah, and he is the police chief of Mapleton, Mm -hmm. and then later, Jarden, Texas. Yes, which, very interesting. We'll get into the plot of the show later, but let's just uh, focus on the But that's his main thing. His wife is Laurie. Yes, ex-wife. Yeah, ex-wife, and she is part of the guilty remnant, Mm -hmm. and later a therapist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Odd odd, uh, character development path. Yeah. But it worked and out. And they have their eldest son is Tom? Tommy. Tommy, yeah. yeah. Who and is not really in season three at all. Yeah. He has a weird arc in season one. And in yeah. season two, he's more of a main character guy. Yeah, he's he's one of those characters. I liked him a lot at first. Yeah. But of all the characters that were kind of lost in the shuffle of the yeah. plot of this show, yeah. I feel like he's definitely Oh, absolutely. His, he never got satisfyingly resolved. Him and the daughter. Yeah. Well, and the, yeah, so the daughter is Jill. Yes. She's kind of a, a rebellious teen at first, and then gets less rebellious as it goes. hmm But I guess that's kind of fair because she's... She grows up. Yeah. She matures a bit. And then the last core member of this family would be the father, mm-hmm. who is... Oh, I love him. What's his name? What? Uh, the old guy. Yeah. Uh, I know we're both picturing yeah, him. Yeah, no, I know what he looks like. Uh... P- Mostly he's Grandpa. just... Grandpa. Yeah. He's, he's mostly referred to as Dad by yeah. Kevin. Yes. So I don't, I don't remember his name. And he's also Stick from the Daredevil series. Hmm. Daredevil's uh, yeah. mentor. And he's crazy. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> Do you he's, think he's crazy? Yeah, well, I don't know. But he's, <laughs> he's also another one of those that I would say his arc... It gets resolved, of, I think. Well, almost. I feel like he gets 90% resolved and then it, there's like a little end fizzle. Like, where there should have been, like, a like slightly more of a He's song. He's probably not in the last episode, is he? Uh, I think, no. He's not in the Book of Nora. Yeah. Huh. He, the last episode he appears in is Identical Twins or whatever. Or the most important man in the world in his Identical Twins. Oh, what a fucking episode. <laughs> My favorite scene that he is in is when Kevin is in Purgatory or whatever like the afterlife and in the hotel and then he sees his dad on the TV and his dad's like I'm tripping balls and he's talking to his son (laughs) through the television it's like this can't be real I'm so high (laughs) that was incredible writing yeah so um, and now let's do the next most important family Mm mhm which would be Nora Durst's. Yes. Of which she's the only remaining member because all of the rest of her family's departed on October fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt is her brother. Well, yeah, and her brother is still alive. Matt, yes. Their parents died in a fire. Yes. So they're used to people leaving. Yes. And disintegrating. And I, <laughs> how cool was that? Just the story, or like all I love all of Matt's mm-hmm. just plot. Yeah, everything and just the flashbacks he keeps having where he's holding Nora's hand. He's like, and they're watching the burning buildings. Yeah. Like, what do we do now? Um, and and his wife is uh, unconscious. Sarah? Um, oh, maybe it's is Sarah. Is it not Sarah? Who knows? I haven't watched the show in a year. It was it was the wife of Bradley Whitford in Aerosmith. In really, no. In <laughs> West Wing The character oh. Bradley Whitford plays in West Wing the Aerosmith She is his guitarist assistant and later wife In the show Yeah um, I'm going to look uh, up the character names Because this is very important I've waited a yeah, long yeah. time for this um, But what do you, what's your impression of Nora Durst? The first big impression you get of her Is when she calls that prostitute over to her house To shoot her in the chest Yeah which well also I think she is gives the very speech. Cool she gives a speech kind of establishing that she's like the like one of the people that suffered the most from this. Okay. And then it shows her knocking over a cup of coffee and that she had a gun in her bag. Yes. So yes. she's very um She's a tough cookie. Like yeah. she's she's not she's kind of abrasive, I guess. Yeah. I mean she's definitely been through a lot. I I think her character is very compelling. Yeah. Arguably the most compelling, even though I'm specifically fascinated with Matt. Yeah. Just because he's so frustrated <laughs> like his faith is so frustrating mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's the list of characters. We have Justin Thoreau, who we've talked about, Kevin Garvey, uh, Lori Garvey, Matt Jameson, mm-hmm. uh oh, Liv Tyler is in yes. it for briefly. Yeah, She's not in season two, is she? Or she's at the beginning of season she's two so when the they all explode. End. And at the very end. Okay. Because she's the one that plants uh, the bomb. Well, no, she's the one that also comes up with the thing where everyone runs across the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that season two? Yeah, that's the end of season two. Okay. And they try to blow up the town that had not. that didn't lose anybody. Yeah. I I don't know if there was ever really their plan to blow it up. Because at the end, what they did is just, like, rushed it. Hmm. And I felt like that was maybe always what their plan was, and the reason they threatened bombs was just to get people off the bridge, okay. so that there would be low security, so oh. that then when everyone rushed up there, it would be empty. That's interesting. So I think that was kind of maybe the main reason. Okay. Um, Tommy Garvey, mm-hmm. Jill Garvey, Nora Durst, Amy, is Jill's free spirited high school friend, who. Oh, oh yeah! Yeah. First one. season. Yeah. Yeah. That's been of... hots for her for Kevin yeah and rightfully so yeah i kind of missed her after the first season like they yeah. i think the way they made her leave was mm-hmm. as if she was the person who was causing jill trouble yeah like and that jill was like now that she's gone jill can just be a good girl yeah but i i didn't really feel like that's what the relationship was in no. season one because i feel like jill was probably a bigger instigator yes than amy was for sure and i i don't know i liked amy's character i was curious like why is she living with them? What happened to her family? Is her family destroyed as a result of that? I the, think they the were archer? captured. Yeah, that yeah. that's that was my uh, inkling too. But they never explicitly say that. Mm-hmm. At least it's, as far as I remember, they don't explicitly say that. Yeah. And so I was I was curious what her arc was going to be, and then when she just disappeared, yeah. I was kind of bummed. I mean, I, like you couldn't have her just show up in Jardin. Well, I mean, you kind of could. Yeah. Just be like, they she's, play fast and loose with the rules. Yeah, yeah Like she could have just been hitchhiking around the yeah. country and just ended, ended up, there. up in Jordan? sure. Yeah. She could have been that. one of those hedonists in the in the waiting area mm-hmm. and then somehow met Matt or something. That would have been interesting. Yeah. I would have loved that. But yeah. they they have a very specific vision with these stories mm-hmm. that each season is sort of its own story. They're kind yes. of separate entities. It's kind of like The Wire. The Wire does that a little bit where each okay. season has like a theme. Okay. And it's like, this is what we're doing for this season. Mm-hmm. The other seasons still happened. Yes. But they're not this season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um... Lucy Warburton is the mayor. Oh yeah. She was also a character that disappeared that was pretty. Yeah, I don't good. remember her at all, honestly. She was she's like the black lady that Kevin like argues with. Oh yeah, 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 yes. And yes, it, yes. I I just thought she had a really cool Yeah. Like they I like I their dynamic character. together. Yeah. I liked Kevin as the cop. I guess he's a cop technically like on two, in season two, he's like on sabbatical and he just has all this income and he's not really, yeah. I don't remember him working. And well, it's because Nora got guy. super rich because right. her household for a ton. And if she's got all that sweet departure <laughs> cash, <laughs> would you be okay with losing your family for that sweet departure cash? Whew. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though you would vaporize your sister to save the universe. Yeah. as we determined okay I mean I didn't say vaporize I'd say I'd let her be tortured so that the universe <laughs> may continue to exist okay so that all of her friends and family get to continue to exist oh that's a very because noble by letting her like uh, by alleviating the suffering I'd be killing all of her friends and family and creating more suffering yeah oh, well that's very kind of you I mean I, surely I, it's not up to me to kill all of her friends and family
1: <laughs> surely and Thanos that'd be rude. knows
0: um, okay so uh, and Dowd. As Patty Levin. I thought Patty's character was pretty interesting. Yeah. She was, kind of annoying. Yeah, she was very frustrated. Yeah. But that's... That's, <laughs> that's just, her character. She was an interesting foil to Kevin because of that. Yes. And, like, what an opposite person. Like, he's, like, kind of a hot shot. Yeah. Like, just... Yes. He's, he's got it all together. All going on. And she has none of it and, and going on. And her on. husband cheated on her yeah. with a prostitute that shit yeah. on her chest. Or his chest. <laughs> and also... <laughs> I, love, I love one of her lines about that, which is like... And he never even asked me. <laughs> like, I, I, I was... I thought oh, that was so funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love her role. Even if she would have been appalled by it. Yeah. It's like, you should, I mean, yeah. she's right. He should have asked yeah. if that's what she's into <laughs> or he's into. Um, I love her role in season three. The, uh, the second episode, or was that his twin brother, the most important man in the world, this twin brother or whatever that episode's called, uh, where, where he goes back. back to the rapture land yeah. and he's asked to assassinate himself. Yeah. Well, and hmm. he, uh, Alright, so I've mentioned the scene a lot. What did you think of the autopsy to God only knows? Wow. Wow, well, I mean, we're just jumping all over. Alright, all right, we can we can come to it. We'll go through the plot. I just that was a, I mean, it's I a was a scene I brought up a lot. It was a I thought it was pretty good. I don't know okay. if it's the best use of a Beach Boys song. I think it's the most interesting use of a Beach Boys song from Pet Sounds. Would you know what my favorite scene from a TV show with Pet Sounds is? Yes. Yes I do. Hit me with it. Do I want... Oh, my favorite? No, mine. Tell. I think it's that one. No. <laughs> oh, damn. It's, uh, uh, I just wasn't made for these times in Mad Men while Roger does Acid. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I love that scene. That is a good se- segment. Yeah. I didn't know that was the song plan. I hadn't, like, listened yeah. to Pet Sounds when I watched that. Well, and that, that's Man. probably my favorite songs off, song off Pet Sounds, so... I just wasn't made for... Them. That's pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, Dean is a man who seems to understand that times have changed and acts as a sleepwalking Kevin's accomplice. Oh yeah, in Season yeah. one and that like, guy in was season three was interesting. Just because yeah. he was like, he was such an enigma. Because at first you're like, is he even there? Because yeah. you know, he never interacts with yes. anyone. He doesn't have any things on his plates. Like, or he doesn't have any license plates on his car. Yeah. Um, and he's just wandering around killing, K- dogs. K- killing dogs. Yeah. What an interesting character. And then when he shows up again, he's even more insane. I don't remember him in season three. So in season three, he shows up to Jordan, Texas, where Kevin is now the chief of police. Yeah. And he says that uh, there is a guy Mm -hmm. who is running for office who has dog DNA. And that you need to test this sandwich because it has dog DNA on I it. I don't remember that. And, and Kevin's like, okay, so what's happening is you're crazy <laughs> <laughs> and you need to leave. That's very well, interesting. Yeah. I wonder why. Is that just an episode? And then he comes back in one of the, in the purgatory bit. Okay. Or not the purgatory. A lot of people. Just he, the I like, zone or whatever. I, yeah. I love The Dead Zone. Just as a place. I think that is so interesting. I think my favorite part about it is that they went with this weird spy movie theme for it. Like, that's such a weird thing to choose the afterlife (laughs) to be. It's a spy movie. Yeah. Don't drink the water. Yeah. Or you'll forget everything. Yeah, so I I definitely thought that was an interesting touch. Because, like, I think a lot of people would have gone for something more, like, universal as a theme. Like, Nope, it's spies. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just as arbitrary as it being cowboys or something yeah. in Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the it was my favorite scene probably in the Afterlife, other than the first Afterlife episode. I thought was ba- this is like such an original concept. Yeah. I really dig. Well, this. It's, it's so video game like. Yeah, and just when Kevin just got murdered by the guy, like you kind of trust him, like oh, he's gonna he's gonna help Kevin. With, yeah. Why did he murder him? He was trying to get rid of uh, his nightmares or something, or his sleepwalking. Yeah, in well, he's trying to get rid of Patty Levin. That's right. She wouldn't see him He was going there alone. to assassinate yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty That's right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she was a frustrating character. But I love, after he gets out of it, he comes back to life, comes out of the ground, mm-hmm. and then uh, he dies a couple episodes later, and he wakes up back in the tub, and he just screams, Fuck! Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> um, Scott Frost is Adam's identical twin brother. Uh, don't remember him. Oh, that, that's season one. The two twins, the twin boys. Oh yeah, they yeah. Lock her, Jill, in the fridge. Yeah, they had. There was a whole little gang in yeah. season one that just the disappeared.
1: disappeared. Well, I guess like, much like the rapture. That, that is yeah, what yeah. happens
0: when you move. <laughs> you lose all your friends. Yeah. Um, Annie Q is Christine, one of Holy Wayne's former groupies. She's also oh. Tommy's friend and Lily's biological mother. Yeah. Okay. So that she, was the baby was an interesting. Well, especially when it fa- you find out that there are multiple babies ones of her yeah The Wayne impregnated several oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah. Asian women it yes. seems like exclusively sort of yeah and then he sent like a guy with them to protect them yeah yeah what a great show um, oh and that guy the Holy, Holy Wayne, Wayne of course is a co- in peep is, show yeah <laughs> uh, what's his name Anderson uh, no uh, 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 the boss with the Johnson. Mustache. Johnson Johnson that's yeah. it and and he's um, so great, and he is nothing like that here. Well, I mean, he's still kind of quirky. He's, yeah, he's got like that weird, strong personality where yeah. he's confident in everything he's yeah. doing. And David Mitchell's character like looks up to him like he's a hero. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> just a loud idiot. Yeah. Um, Erica Murphy is a doctor who runs an urgent care facility. The Murphys are the Garveys' neighbors in Jarden, so that's that's the black girl or the black lady, the mom. Yes. Yes. And then, so the beginning of season two, uh, the daughter gets raptured, or the daughter goes missing. She goes missing. And they think that it's the rapture. Yes. They came back for her. Yeah, I mean, she she sets it up to look as if that is what happened. Yes. And, and at the Kevin... same time, that isn't unbelievable, because they, I guess they did bomb them. Yeah. In the beginning. Yes. But only to make it look like the rapture had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what fractured the lake and saved Kevin's life. Mm-hmm. I oh i love just this i think season two episode one because i really enjoyed season one mm-hmm. but I, I really liked it i don't know if i loved it yet i knew as soon as season two episode one started where it, it first of all that intro bit yeah how insane was that like the primordial or like yeah. caveman yeah and that really had nothing I to think do those are some of the strongest scenes in the in the series or those opening? what lists. is what is your interpretation of that scene I think it was just showing like the struggle of early man and how uh, I don't know. It's almost it, it gives more context to like why does religion exist to begin with? If you're living in that world yeah. where things basically just arbitrarily seem to happen, yeah, like in that that you you have to create on some higher power. Like it sure. can't be your sufferings for nothing. Yeah, and then the other thing is it's. The woman's basically she's in a tribe that departed, so it's like obviously mirrors uh, the show in that it. sense because all of her family's gone immediately. Okay. What we don't know is that she's she's almost more like the case of the Nora's explanation where the other world is two percent. Uh-huh. It's kind of like she was the two percent, and all of her tribe had died, and it's just her and that baby. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I had no idea why they put that in there. I loved it because I knew that it, you know you could get several different. Explanations from it, yeah, and then I guess, obviously, it just makes it way more powerful imagery wise to have it be a mother and her baby, yeah, and the snake and all that, yeah, and oh, well, it's it's very almost like, um, well, with the snake, I guess she got she just grabbed eggs, not like an apple, but it's almost like Eve in the Garden of Eden, and the snake comes up, yeah. So you think it was just mostly like a parallel of religion? I never even thought about the rapture, like that her tribe left. Yeah, that's a very interesting parallel. Yeah, and then she and then she was walking for smoke, which was like the promise of other people. Like she was looking for that connection again. I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff going on. I feel like it could be analyzed a lot of ways. I'm curious what the intent was behind mm-hmm. it because I don't. I'm not sure. I'm. I feel like I'm like close. Yeah, but I, I need to I'd have to think about it more, but obviously I kind of watched the series very quickly yeah, as so. most people do. Um John Murphy is Erica's husband and head of town's volunteer fire department. Yeah, actually, I, I'd say that that scene might not be my, the the intro to season 3 with the um with that song that's like I hope we'll all be ready or something and then it shows that in the theme Amish song? Amish no, it's just that Amish, like, cult people. Yeah. And they keep predicting the end of the world. and then, like, Oh, they stand yes, up on the yeah. Yes. I really like that. That was very cool. Yeah. Well, that I that was more of a period piece, I'd say. And you do yeah. love period pieces. Well, and it was just like the, the symbology was really good again, because it's like all these people who are just hoping that the world ends. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we go back to the show where the world has ended. Yes. And they're having a lot less, like, they're not looking forward to it nearly as yeah. much as those people were. Yeah. <laughs> oddly enough that is I totally forgot about that intro yeah that was very cool um Kevin's father is Kevin Garvey Sr oh yeah that's right (laughs) so they just call him dad I guess yeah um but that's all the characters why don't we dive right into is it all we didn't say John Did I skip over John? The Murphy, yeah, skipped a few. The Murphys, the patriarch of the Murphy family, who was in prison for attempted murder, yes, and was a very and he was also kind of a vigilante justice guy, Mm -hmm. where he was burning down people who basically he refused to believe in anything supernatural, even though two percent of the population disappeared. Yes, he was very opinionated very Mm -hmm. very stubborn i guess is a way to say it and then obviously he's converted by the events of season two yes where he shoots and kills kevin Kevin, garvey then comes back to life after the afterlife yeah well he's he i was very frustrated with his character just because he's murdering you know justin Thoreau. yeah but no, he was he was borderline evil yeah and then kind of i guess he redeemed himself in season three what did he really do uh, I mean, he was really just kind of like a disciple of Kevin's. Like, he was mm. just there helping him out in general. Yeah. So he became like a... Does he have a big role in season three? Mm, mostly just supporting. Like, okay. he's, he's... He helps... Or he travels with Matt to Australia, and then he helps... Like, I think the most telling thing about him is that once Kevin dies for the mm. fourth time <laughs> and they lay him down in the church... Yeah. The two people that are there waiting for him are, are John and his son. Yes. Another person we didn't mention who's of that, that religious kid. They're the two that waited up with him all night. Yeah. To, like, to, to make sure that he'd come back. When he drowned himself in the bathtub. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of like probably the most true disciples that he has. Like, they, they really believe in him. Sure. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, the man has come back from the dead. And they both witnessed it independently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he does it a lot. Yeah. Busy guy. Um, so what was your impression of I, I, season one compared to, I, I think, like I said, I think season two just revs it up next level. Yeah. I think my biggest problem with season one mm-hmm. isn't with season one, okay. but it's with all the characters that I liked in season one that just disappeared. Got... That's what the rapture's like. <laughs> yeah. It's a metaphor for the rapture. Yeah. It was just like, I liked, I liked Mapleton and I liked the way the guilty remnant, mm-hmm. Like, I like that struggle that was, it was very more, a lot more, like, every episode was a struggle between the Guilty Remnant and Kevin. Yes. I did, I did like that plot. They definitely moved away from that. Like, the Guilty Remnant's still around, Mm -hmm. and they still do big things, but they're less of a, just a common presence. Yes. What did you think of the flashback episode? Uh, yeah, I was a little bummed when it yeah. first started because I was just like, I was, "That was a weird thing for the show to do." It, was, it reminded me of Stranger Things season two, okay. where they just do that other thing for a while. Yeah, and like and this, just like I was in the story yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm
1: doing this, and this,
0: like if in Stranger Things case, it was like kind of bad. In yeah. this case, it wasn't like a bad no. episode. I was just not in the mood for yeah, it. <laughs> exactly, I felt the exact same way. Yeah. I thought the ending, watching everyone raptured, I thought mm. it was pretty cool. Like, and Kevin's about to cheat on his wife, and she gets the girl. Gets raptured before he can commit yeah. the deed. That was pretty cool. Um, how does season one end? What's the... The the, the big fire? Yeah, the guilty remnants. The houses are burned. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Um, I remember that being pretty cool. Yeah. I remember much more from season two and three than I do from one. Well, it's, it's very different. Because season two and three, it's kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Where they have a one-season story yeah. and they have a two-season story. Well, and it's odd because season two... Was made and then season three didn't come out for like two years huh. in between because it didn't get enough critical reception. So they're like, we got to kind of. I thought originally we got to like reformat the show to mm-hmm. cater to the audience, but then HBO was like, no, we're just going to give you an eight eight episode season. Yeah, um, and you can do whatever you want. So they sort of continued off the arc of season two because it yeah. had a very similar vibe. That makes sense because while I was watching season three, I, I like I kind of. I knew you told me that it was 28 episodes for yeah. the whole thing, but I'd kind of forgotten that. Yeah. But then when I was on episode six and I was yeah. like, this seems, seems like it's episodes. wrapping up. There's yeah. no way there's as yeah. many episodes as I but think I there are. They got so much more time yeah. to f- solve the things. Um, So season two, I think just the idea of Jarden, Texas, where nobody has been raptured. Yeah. I absolutely love that as a plot device for season two. Uh-huh. I think that is a genius place for these people to go, and then Matt ends up there. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I like the idea in the parallel universe that they all got raptured. Yes, yeah. it's like it was the, a town that was wiped the, off the, the face of the earth. So, do you think that the the shadow realm or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh, or are you saying the rapture? the the, the spy hotel. No. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Norris, though. Okay. Where she said that once she went through to the other side, everyone, it turns out 2% survived and 98% departed. Okay, so before I, I do want to dive really into the ending because there's yeah. a lot we can talk about with that, but I have a couple other scenes to bring mm-hmm. up. What did you think of Job on the cruise ship with the guy claiming to be God? Yeah. How cool was that? Yeah, that was a pretty interesting sequence because it's... And then the lion orgy. Yeah. Well, and then at the end, he's eaten by the lion. Yeah. So he's mauled by the lion. Well, who was he? Was <laughs> Maybe he just a guy? Because God sh- surely could have stopped a lion from eating him. Jesus didn't. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a thinking show. <laughs> yeah. So that was... How Just how great was his bit, though, where he's just arguing with Matt? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good scene. Oh, so good. I love that scene. Um... My favorite episode was season two, episode five, which is I'm trying to remember the events. I just remember the Matt is sort of just trying to. He's having a job day, like you said. He has those those moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a tough life with his wife, and like no, and there's also a line in season one Mm -hmm. where he's talking about Meg, Mm -hmm. um, where he mentions that he's not mad at her because she comes to his house to apologize because she beat him up. Yeah. Because he was putting out pamphlets about her mother. Yes. And um, and he says she has a right to be upset because mm-hmm. she never got a chance to grieve. Yeah. Which, of course, basically was his situation as well because his wife is in the state that she is. Yeah, because of the departure. Well, and he never got, like, everyone else was dealing with their yeah. own loss. So, like, his thing in comparison Just, was that, like, like, at least she's there. Yeah. But also, the emergency lines were undoubtedly completely blocked up. Oh, yeah. So, I, I bet his wife wouldn't have been as... A, in a as deep of a vegetative state, no. if he could have just called the emergency Absolutely services immediately. Not. But I think the one of the uh, main themes of the show is sort of everything happens for a reason, and it's frustrating to see like he still believes in that, and he's just like devoutly. Yeah. He's a very Job character. Yeah, what, a, what a tough to life! And so, what happens in season two, episode five? I remember it starts with the father and son trying to get into Jarden, and they mug him. Yes. Um, and they like beat him with the tire iron or something. Yeah, and then crush his hand to get his That's bracelet right. off. Oh. <laughs> and so then he's just left with his wife in a wheelchair and they, they try to walk back to Jarden. And of course they can't get in because they don't have their wristbands. So mm-hmm. then he tries to get in and there's a guy that says he can take him for $1,000, but he doesn't have $1,000. <laughs> so then he starts talking to this uh, woman and she's like, w- you're a God-fearing man? And then he proves it. Mm-hmm. By quoting some scripture or whatever. Yeah. And then a man steps out of this trailer and says, hit me with this oar and say, Brian. <laughs> and you got to hit me as hard as you can. And so then mm-hmm. he hits him and he's like, that's not hard enough. <laughs> Uh, and so then he eventually hits him so hard that the ore, ore breaks That's over right. him and he okay. collapses to the ground. So then the woman's like, cool, thanks. Here's a $1,000. <laughs> and so then uh, he goes back and finds that guy. That guy tries to help them get into the city. And they, they try to climb up this, like, water spout. Mm-hmm. But the rain came in and washed, washed them, them, all. them all away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much like the spider. Yeah, exactly okay. like the spider. And then I remember he goes to do his penance by Yeah, st- yeah. And so then or... earlier on, he, there was a guy who's just in like a what's that called a, a stockade stockade yeah and uh he was just like being pelted with stuff mm-hmm. and 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 when he sees him he's like take him down and the lady's yeah. like um, do you want to take his place and he's yeah. like ah, no because <laughs> no one would want to do that and so then at the end he's like yeah i'll take his place just so do you think he was suffering be- or he thinks he was suffering because he didn't take the place of the guy in the stockade uh, well, no, because he'd already been suffering at that point. I think at that point he was just like, there's nowhere for me to go. Like, I'm as miserable as I'm going to be. <laughs> I might as worse. well relieve this guy's suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, at that point he's his, he's worried that his wife's uh, pregnancy is going to be terminated yeah. by being outside of Jarden for too long. Yeah. He's separated from his wife independently of that. His mm-hmm. car's been stolen, which also sucks, and he never brings that up, but that's yeah. terrible. Uh, he has a rough go of it. Yeah, I mean, his hand's destroyed. Like, f- fuck it, why not? <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing else to And honestly, the stockade sounds pretty nice. Yeah, except for the standing. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be miserable. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing worse can happen to you in the stockade. Yeah. Or so you think. Yeah. Uh, and it was fine for him. He never really like the stockade wasn't. No, like they revisit him later on. He's like doing laundry and shit. He's like, I love it here. Yeah, <laughs> amongst my hippie friends yeah. who locked me in a stockade earlier on. Yeah, that was very interesting. Um, what did you think of season one? I thought this was very cool. Just the test that Nora went to each and every house and asked them the 150 questions. Mm-hmm. I think the title of the episode was had something to do with one of the questions, and they don't reveal what the question is until the end. Yeah, it was. Do you believe they're in a better place? Okay, that's right. Um, and Very and cool Everyone question. that Nora quiz said yes. Mm-hmm. And, and her boss thinks that's because she talked about her kids being dead mm. or departed. Yeah. So um, everyone was probably more likely to be nice <laughs> <laughs> after that. Yeah. So. Like, of course I believe they're in a better place because I can't tell this lady that her kids are dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And again, that's a very interesting point. Yeah, that the show just gives you so much to think about. Another thing that I was thinking about is there was so the question they ask Nora mm-hmm. when she wants to go through the machine. Yes, that takes you to wherever the departed people mm-hmm. went. Is uh, if you had two babies mm-hmm. and you could kill one of them, yeah, to cure cancer, would yeah. you? And she says yes, yes, which I think is you know very pragmatic. As as my <laughs> Thanos murdering that's very similar, yes. yeah. To (laughs) to save save the universe. Yeah. And they didn't accept her, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. They said that they just packed up and left. Yeah. Um, But then they also, so then later, uh, when talking to the red hat God, the the guy on the boat, he says that the way that Jesus came back from the dead Mm -hmm. was that he had an identical twin brother. Who once he died, the he came up, and so Jesus died for all the world's sins or whatever. Mm-hmm. But his brother got to live, and but that would mean that God answered the question about the two babies incorrectly because he was willing to kill Jesus that's for the true. entire world, so that like ah. So I just thought that was interesting because Nora gave the answer that effectively the God in the Bible yes gives did you and they say that, that, that one wrong. wrong. Or did you do some research digging around? No, nah, that's just the, that's the first thing I thought oh, when they that's asked very you that question. I did or, not even yeah. pick up on that. I didn't compare those two seasons. Well, three, and I, then, of course, this motif happens one more time <laughs> with Kevin yeah. and him killing himself mm-hmm. for that, yep. which again uh, was. So then he's making the same decision as the God in the Bible made. Yes. Correct. Which is also interesting, even though his was to annihilate the entire world to the <laughs> Which I think is actually probably a good thing, because that seemed to be some sort of purgatory. Was he in? So that's where every, well, all it's hard the, to say, all the yeah. rapture people went? But that's not where Nora was well, theoretically going. No, th- that's like where, I think it's where everyone who dies goes. Okay, but if you get raptured, you go to a different place. Yes, um, but then, so, cause, cause while he was there, remember he saw Matt's wife, mm-hmm. which I thought was a cool thing that I was like, oh, I wish they, he'd talked to her. But they never really something. addressed that. Yeah. No, you just see her there. But the, doesn't she come back in the show, mm-hmm. which I thought was weird. Yeah. Well, because she wasn't dead, I think she was. That's why she was such, just staying in the hotel. She was like so. She just sort of. Well, because most people, I think the the thing with the hotel is that everyone's given a task or something, mm-hmm. and when you complete that task, you get to leave. Oh, so she's sort of trapped in her own body. She's mm-hmm. technically dead, yeah. but not really. Yeah, and so it, yeah, and so it's very interesting because at the end of his arc, he mm-hmm. destroys hell or wherever he is. <laughs> yes. And it's also hard to tell if that's anywhere at all, or if that's just the delusions of him dying. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, really. There's no way. That's Maybe at each, time, each time he died, he just doesn't actually die, and he just gets really close to death, and then, like, you know, Comes back the DMT your in your brain just yeah. uh, dumps out, and you have crazy hallucinations. That's a pretty crazy and consistent hallucination to have. Well, uh... I that's mean, what they say about DMT. I mean, no, it's crazy. <laughs> like, but is it the same every time? For DMT? Yeah. I figured it just releases like sort Yeah, of... apparently it is. Oh, really? Or, or apparently there's eerily similar experiences every time someone goes on DMT. And apparently there's DMT located naturally in the body that people theorize gets released when you die. I don't know if this show was ever like doing what they were doing in reference of that. But that's just something that I thought about while watching it because that's something I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Because it reminded me of that. Like, it made me yeah. just hallucinations it, of a I dying mean, man. It's totally up to... Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of season three, that man running through the desert, and he ends up lighting himself on fire, and he asks the same question about the two babies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think was his deal? Like, I he, think he was probably one of the people that was met with... I think, like Nora, he answered incorrectly. And he just decided he, to he kill like, himself? Yeah, yeah. He's like, well... I had Nothing to live for? Because he, he wanted to be kind of annihilated either way. Because even if... You don't know what the machine's gonna do, yeah. But there's a high chance it just kills you. <laughs> so he was already basically okay with suicide. So I think that's why he burned himself to death. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, so right before we dive into the ending, what is your favorite moment from the show? That um, is actually takes place among the story. Because yeah. I was gonna say like that scene at the beginning. I like yeah, too yeah. a lot. But I would say story. Did season one have an opening like that, or did it just no? It just starts with the rapture. Okay, yeah, with the girl and the the lady and the baby. Yeah, that's right. Which I think is very fitting for season one. It's a good start. Um, It just you need to have that happen. My favorite moment in the show. Or favorite episode. Favorite something. I do like the novelty of Kevin's, like, afterlife place. Or just, like, the well where he knocks it down and then he jumps down into the well. forgot about the well. That was nuts. Yeah. Uh You need to kill this little girl or whatever. Was that the first time he went to the afterlife? Uh, that was the... the Yes, that was the first time. I wonder why they kept sending him back. Like, as a writer, like, do you just love love writing that space so much that you keep keep killing Kevin to the point where he keeps going back? Or... I think they needed John to witness that he died and come back, and they, they couldn't figure out a way to have him do that. But then he dies two more times. Yeah. <laughs> the third death, what was the third death? Because he was. The first one is. Was he drowned? First one is when he drinks the poison. Yes. And John just kills himself. Mm-hmm. Or not John, the crazy old man. Yeah. Uh, who said, I didn't trust that guy from the start. And yeah. then that was a big cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, um, so that guy. So that was the first time. The second time was it wasn't when he was shot, was it? Because that's the third time I think. Um, it's, actually, I can only remember three times because he drowns himself in the bathtub. The second time he got shot by John, and John watched him come back. To and he just sang that time, and he right? He sang the karaoke. That was so interesting. That's all. And he the guy to- who played God was the guy in there. Yeah. Which, which made me think when I first saw him on the boat that he must be God, but by the end of that episode, I was like, I'm not sure he is God, but... Just because he got mauled by the lion? That was the only thing that turned you off? Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, this show, it, it just operating in the gray space. It's like, he seems like he knows a lot, but how much does he really know? Yeah. Because even if someone knows a lot about the unknown, there's no way to check to know how much of what they're saying is accurate. <laughs> That's it's true. Because it's unknown. You just got to be confident. Yeah. That's the key. So, your favorite is Kevin's first time in mm-hmm. the the spy realm. Also, how how convenient was it like the second time all he had to do was sing the karaoke song? Yeah. <laughs> that was much okay. easier to do than murdering a girl. Or yeah. murdering a little girl by pushing her down the well. If that Was that what he was supposed to do? I just remember him ending up doing that. Well, no, because he had to kill Patty. That was his goal. Oh, and Patty took the shape of the little girl? Yes, Patty okay. was the little That's girl. That's right. Okay. Because she was trying to trick him or something. What a show. (laughs) I feel like there was one more time. Um, That would have had to be in season three. He definitely only dies in season two twice. Hmm. But... That hmm. I can remember. Because I remember the shock value of him saying, uh, like, when he ends up in the tub, that's the season finale of two. Yeah. and it only happens three times. I think it might only happen three times. Because... Yeah, because I only remember him in the hotel the first time, then in the second time he sings karaoke, then the third time he goes to assassinate himself. Yeah. His identical twin brother. And Patty is his security agent or whatever. How does Patty die in the actual show? Uh, she stabs herself in the neck with a piece of glass. And then she just haunts. And that's the end yeah. of season one. Mm-hmm. And she haunts Kevin forever. Yeah, she comes back and, and Kevin doesn't... Kevin tries to ask her, like, what do you want? Why are mm-hmm. you here? And she's like, I don't know. I just showed up here. <laughs> that's very interesting. And then Kevin is slowly... Look, appears like he's going crazy. In front of Nora, who just agreed to hightail it to Jarden, Texas with him after not really even being in a relationship with him. Yeah. But they adopt a baby together. They take Jill. Yeah. What an interesting family. Yeah. So what do you think of... Uh, I still never said my favorite scene. I oh, okay. I still... And I don't have an answer, so I don't know why I brought it back up. But <laughs> There's a lot of interesting moments from this show, but I don't know if I could pick out any one particular. I would say that I think... The Matt episodes were particularly strong just in their... And as, as just a, its own entity. Yeah. And how great was the use of Laughing With uh, by Regina Specter at the end of that second episode where he puts himself in the stockade. Hmm. No one laughs at God in a hospital. No yeah, one yeah, at God. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I thought the music was... I, I thought it worked almost all the time, but mm-hmm. occasionally it was a little on the nose. Like, where is my mind? I was like, Oh, but the, the way they did Where Is My Mind, like the haunted rendition of it, like it was it was kind of like Westworld does with the strings of all these songs. Like yeah. they didn't actually play Where Is My Mind. Yeah, no, they did a, that a couple other times. I felt like I, I there was a song I recognized, but it was like an yeah. instrumental orchestra yeah. version. I was like, What is that? Yeah. I could never place it, but. What what did you think of the score, too? How mesmerizing is the score to this yeah, show? Yeah, it was good. It was amazing. But yeah, like, where's my mind? It's almost, like, too much, like, he's going crazy. Where is my mind? It's like, okay, that's a bit, yeah, You think that's course, too obvious? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Because I just think the way... I, it, I guess I, I'm not sure how popular... I, I, I feel don't like, think it's popular enough. I feel like after Fight Club, though, it was. And that comes before maybe, this. Maybe, but this is... it's I, I I give it a pass because it's not the Pixies version. Like, it's their own version. So, like you said, you're kind of thinking, where do I know this song yeah. from? Yeah. May, maybe I'm just too familiar with it. But to me, it was just like, eh. What, so... Uh, some criticism the show received is from the themes or the intro mm-hmm. of the show. What did you think of season one intro, season two, and then season three just abandoned the whole intro idea and sort of does its own thing with so, the theme music every time. The season one intro, I thought, like, it's just the the score, so yeah. I think that's pretty good. Well, it's just like these God sounds and just the picture of all the. Yeah. That's such a different theme from the second Can you imagine, like, while you lived it, so watching season two, after watching season one, you see this caveman bit, and then you see the intro, and it's been 15 minutes, and you haven't seen your heroes, your main characters returning, and then they show the intro theme with Iris Dement or whatever that song is. Yeah, I'm a fan of that song. (laughs) I like it. Obviously, I played it on this podcast. Uh, But it did throw me the first time I heard it. Right? I, I was like, she's got a because she sounds strangely peppy in it like it I think the tone of the song like the lyrics her yeah. tone almost doesn't ma- match it cuz she's yeah. just singing it like it's just some like goofy country song about dirt roads yeah, but she's exactly. she's it's actually like It's a very heavy song. Yeah. But it's just very interesting also like so 15 minutes into season two i'm like am i gonna like this yeah. i have no idea what's going on and it's been it's probably like 20 minutes because you don't even see the Garbies. the first people you see in season two are the murphys. the murphy's well really the daughter yeah the daughter is yeah out and about or whatever mm-hmm. she's in the water where she goes to swim where kevin nearly dies um so what did you think of the use of uh gary Busey being raptured <laughs> oh yeah that I mean it wasn't a big part of it I thought it was a pretty entertaining tidbit this show had an interesting sense of humor to go along with everything it just like occasionally popped up where they're just like yeah they're they're just like nah I mean whatever here's this thing did the Pope get raptured or the Pope got left behind I don't I think the Pope got raptured but I'm not sure okay very interesting. If he didn't, I bet he faked it. <laughs> <laughs> just left his clothes. and the, Well, they got raptured with their clothes, didn't they? Yeah. That was interesting. That's not what happens in they also the said Bible. That, uh, they, they mentioned someone holding groceries and getting raptured, and the groceries went with them. Huh. Well, well that's like, probably not true. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would the groceries go <laughs> with them? I mean, that's just hearsay. Yeah. So, you liked the second theme better. What did you think of season three, where all the themes are sort of interlocked or different music and then the last two episodes they reuse the first two themes from season one and two yeah i guess i don't remember particularly liking any of the themes there's one that was just sounded like a guy speaking french Mm -hmm. really like whispering french with like some orchestral background Uh and it reminds me of this guy like sergey gainsberg or something Mm -hmm. like that it's his name he's he's a famous french musician sure who is the father of charlotte's gainsberg who is the lead actress in the movie Nymphomaniac by Lars von Trier. Okay. Um, So that's how I found out who that guy was. (laughs) So I I wonder if that was his song that they used in the intro. Interesting. Just because I've listened to some of his other music, and a lot of it's like that where he's just like speaking in a sultry French voice while this music plays behind him. Mm -hmm. And and I was just... I don't know. I guess a lot of those songs in the intros for those first uh, five episodes or six episodes... I was kind of on the fence about, like, I I feel like they didn't knock it out as well as they did for most of the music in this show. Okay. Most of the music I was pretty satisfied with, but those themes were just kind of like, like that one. It's, I I don't know enough about what's this guy's singing about for this to have. Apparently each, uh, each theme in season three had something to do with the episode. Yeah. And you don't know that until after you watch the episode. But how am I ever going to know what the French guy mumbling about? (laughs) Like I have to look that up. Yeah. Well, that's what they want you to do. How dare they! <laughs> what did you think about um, is Jill or no Jill? They the should daughter. have taught me French over the course of the episode and then resung it. That would have been nice of them. What did you th- What did you think about Lori's uh, suicide bit? Yeah, and then, it ep- and then she yeah. didn't, didn't end up doing it. But that episode I thought was. Buried. I was wondering, like, when she got that phone call, like, how do you kill yourself after that? Yeah, after talking to your kids, and yeah. both like we love you, yeah, yeah. and I, I honestly I didn't think she did it like that. That, after that phone that call too was just like, oh yeah. A reminder, we haven't seen these guys in fucking yeah. ever. <laughs> that was my main takeaway from that scene. I was like, because I, like, I didn't know if she killed herself because it ends with her falling off the boat, yeah. and I was kind of like, could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. My, my brain was, wasn't going to be like, oh, no, because yeah. it's like kind of a Loki death did where they, she yes, do not see it. exactly. Did, did they like put the suicide hotline thing at the end of the episode or something? Or am I remembering that from a different show? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember seeing that. That might have made me think. Otherwise, but if they didn't do that, then I'm thinking of a different show. Um, uh, Should we, I guess, dive into the ending? Have we we reached that point? All right, so first of all, I have a question for you that I've been trying to solve since I watched this show, and I'm hoping that you can come up with the definitive answer. (laughs) Who got raptured? Oh. Why did the people who Uh, got raptured get raptured? Interesting. I thought your question was going to be, is what Nora said true? That is my, that's the question. That's the real question about the end. So I just want to hear your opinion. Because when we're watching the show, as season three is unfolding, I mean, you're waiting. Season one, it seems like the whole point of the show is to find out who got raptured. And why? Like, what is the similarity between Gary Busey and hmm. not the Pope? And Because that's just the mystery of the show. And then yeah. after you watch the show, you don't really give a shit because so much other interesting stuff is happening. Yeah. But you'd expect, kind of, at the end of the series, a plot-heavy investor. Well, and of course, like- God on the boat says he just did it because he could. Yeah. Um, which is to almost say he did it randomly. Yeah. I guess what I would think is it's kind of like Calvinism. Mm. where it doesn't matter what you believe. Like, if you're just one of God's chosen people, it's, like, deterministic who gets to go to heaven. Okay. So it's just, like, those are the chosen people. So you think Calvinism is the correct religion. (laughs) And leftovers, maybe. (laughs) So you think they were just all... Chose predestination. They were all chosen beforehand. I think it was basically arbitrary, yeah. Okay. Just random and no similarities. There was no common theme. Because that's in season one. Nora is trying to discover the common theme between all these people. Yeah. And she's asking hundreds of questions mm-hmm. to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I would love to know more of the questions. Like, they they have this specialized theme. <laughs> uh, they have the specialized theme that... Or not the specialized thing. The specialized questionnaire in the end of season two. Yes. Where she uh, has like the new questions and she's asking them to Erica Murphy. hmm And I was I remember while I was, uh, and and the guy who was played by um, the guy from Mad Men. Roger. No. <laughs> but the the Mad Men guy, Don Draper, said that. Which Mad Men? guy? The Mad Men guy. He peed his pants in the office because he was a blackout drunk and then he gets goes to AA oh, I don't remember not the guy who cuts off his nipple no not Harry Crane no no it's the I feel like his name begins with a B anyway he's in Mad Men okay but he's also the guy who who visits Jardín with the questionnaire to find out if Evie departed okay and he has a special questionnaire. He's, it has new questions that What's-Her-Name hasn't seen. So I was mm-hmm. really curious what those new questions were. So yeah. I remember listening to that. And they don't really get to the end of the questionnaire. No. You so, don't hear all the questions. Yeah. So I, I, thought I was a little bummed out about that. Well, I think just it's a not a plot-heavy show. You're just supposed to, like, oh, it's up, up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Even though in season one I definitely wanted a definitive answer of why... They got chosen, and yeah, I what? think I think it was basically arbitrary. Because because okay. like like Matt Jameson was saying, it's like yeah. there were bad people. Yeah, like this was a murderer. who, yeah. was, who was who got raptured? From his, his pedophile cell. who got raptured. Yeah, or, or that guy who's just like my brother's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, uh, So I was hoping you could give me a bit more definitive answer than randomness. I think that. I mean, I, I don't think there's any intrinsic quality that everyone else shared because it's not like. If it was um, that you had to be, like, innocent Mm -hmm. of some sort of sin, we clearly know that's not the case. Yeah. If you just had to be, um, like, even kids were arbitrarily raptured or not raptured, so it seems like it couldn't be anything about a person, because you can't get more innocent than an infant. Yeah. And not all infants were raptured. No. Some stayed behind. Yeah. So... So... They can't be anything about what you've done or what you haven't done because there are people who have done nothing that were raptured. So correct and not raptured. So I think it has to be arbitrary. Okay, Um, that is a fair answer. Unless it was somehow based on the potential (laughs) for what they would have done in their lives had they lived it. And you think people who don't live up to the potential, like I mean, it's say the God in this universe has Mm -hmm. access to the entirety of everyone's lives. Uh, whether or like not he, the god in this universe like, <laughs> whether he raptures people or not yeah. like he ha- he could see it all you did he- the snap like thanos does yeah. is, this, is this like a th- yeah. saying thanos is the god in this universe it could be yeah. but this like, ties into the marvel cinematic universe very well now oh yeah <laughs> after, <this. laughs> after infinity war i was worried how we were going to it's actually it a in. much more even um Balance. Yeah, Thanos was much kinder to the two worlds that he created, which was funnily enough my theory after that. But but obviously I I wasn't nearly this far in leftovers, So I I thought that was funny when Nora was like, oh, they're in another world. I was like, just like I said. (laughs) But you couldn't bring it up. Yeah. That's entertaining. Um, Well, I mean, I hadn't gotten there yet. I can bring it up now and I have my first opportunity. Uh, So, yes, the god in this universe is Thanos. This show is MCU canon. Seems like with no superheroes, or maybe just the news doesn't cover it because they're so busy with the. the guy, <laughs> they just got raptured. I mean, what do you think? The he, Iron Man visits Mapleton. Maybe that Christmas village in Iron Man Three, but yeah. I don't think otherwise. There's a lot of.
1: I think at some point, like when there. they're
0: just playing, like, oh yeah, no, I lost my mother. It's like where did she, would she depart? No, she was in New York, you mm-hmm. know when. Yeah. One of the many times New York has been attacked recently by aliens and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) And all the aliens got raptured, oddly enough. Um, So, my final question for you. Mm. The big one. That all the people who watch the show. Yeah. Is Nora telling the truth about her story? And I will tell you my answer. I... One, I would like to say that I loved her story. Yeah. I thought it was so interesting. So I definitely yeah. really want it to be true. Because <laughs> I like the idea of the two percent world. Like it gives you so much else to think about. And it, it's so like the delivery of that line too, that monologue was yeah. incredible. As soon as she said that, I was like, Her family was the lucky ones. Yeah. Like by far. Yeah. Like what they get they all amongst get to stay the together. luckiest people in the world. They only miss they only lose one. Yeah. And so, what happened in her monologue? She went to the world, mm-hmm. and she didn't interact with her family. She just saw. No, them. She saw them all happily. He happy had remarried. Yes. Okay. And then, how did she get back? What was her explanation for getting back? Basically, uh, she found the scientist that invented the device and. Who the main raptured world. himself? Yeah. Um, okay. And which, which some people the in the. Uh, so I did check out that discussion forum, yes. just because I was, I was curious, like, in yeah. on Reddit. Yep. And someone was like, it doesn't make sense that he'd be able to build it because they don't have the resources in the 2% world. But I was like, of course they would. Yeah. They have all the stuff that's ever been built, and now <laughs> no one's there to use it. So they have infinite resources So you almost. think that the 2% world is just a cloned Earth that yeah. they're living on, and everyone else got raptured. Yes. 98% got yeah. raptured. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I just figured it was sort of a new planet, kind of. I mean, no. very similar to the to her. Yeah, I think it. Was, I think it was basically their experience of the departure was exactly the same, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was there was a guy who was in a crowded parking lot, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, all he heard was a baby crying, and his son was gone, and everyone around him had disappeared. Yeah. And then a guy in a car got hit by Matt Jamison's car. Yes. <laughs> Much softer, though, because it was going uphill. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, I think Nora is lying. You think? I think so. Because one... You think that's just the story she had to tell herself? I think, yes. I think that's one of the... She had years to think about it before she even confronted Kevin. Mm-hmm. Also, I thought the last episode was very interesting because Kevin's like... Well, he's mortal now, because they had that bit with his pacemaker. He's like, I can't keep killing myself and coming back anymore. I'm I'm retired out of that game. So I thought that was very fun. She had been doing this for a while, and I think she just totally regretted the decision to go in this machine and abandon her life. And at the cut, as you see her getting into the machine at the beginning of the episode, it completely cuts to... um, her as the water's filling she starts screaming no and that's the last thing you see i don't think she does start screaming no i think she just takes an intake of breath Mm. and your brain thinks she's going and she's going to yell but really she just intakes her breath maybe to hold it and then stay down maybe i think she was screaming i think i think it's a lie i think just after the course of believing i think that's what she told herself I think that is the much more logical explanation. I can see it both ways. The thing is, with this too, though, is it seems... So after Kevin does what he does, Mm -hmm. and he comes back to life, Mm -hmm. and it's like there was never any flood... Mm-hmm. It was just Kevin senior going crazy and <laughs> like that was never or yeah. is what he did necessary to prevent the flood exactly. like we don't know which direction that swung yeah. and it's the same thing with like any of his deaths like did they happen did they not it's actually have you ever seen life of Pi? Yes you yeah. did end up seeing life of Pi? I have seen life of Pi okay because <laughs> dog million it's, it's a, the same thing. Where uh, it's like, which uh, of these two things do you want to believe? Yeah. Because they did they both happen? One happened metaphorically. One actually happened. I, and so I think this show is very similar. It's like, which which of these things happened? Did any of Kevin's stuff happen? It seems like he came back from the dead three yes. times. So it seems like that did happen. It's definitely open to interpretation. But if it didn't happen, what does that mean? Is he just an extraordinarily lucky man? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think everything that has happened up to this point has been true. And Nora lied. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the, the reason this is unanswerable is naturally that the show just doesn't give you enough information to yeah, answer it. They sure. leave enough things open that it's impossible yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. I would say, I side. I think Nora is telling the truth. That's interesting. But maybe yeah. it's just because I like that story a lot. But is a very good story. I think she had years to prepare it. And also, see. I feel like if you don't reject Nora's story, you don't get to accept Kevin's stories. And I like Kevin's stories as well. I believe everything up to Nora's story was canon and really happened, and none of it was fake. Then why would why does Nora seem outlandish though? I don't know. I just the the way it happened. I just feel like you know she had departed from her family. She felt she. I feel like if. I think she screamed, the the cut with the camera where she, I thought she was screaming no. I mean, that is a, a valid point. I also looked at the forums, like she's just inhaling. Mm-hmm. That's, I thought originally when I first saw it, she was screaming no. And then I sort of watched the episode. I didn't even, the even see discu- discussion about that. I guess everyone else was too distracted about the rest of that episode. I Yeah, I just. And I never looked at, I didn't look at the threads for any of the other episodes. So I don't know what the prevailing discussions were for most of them. But yeah. I might have to go back and check them out. There's so much to talk about each episode, yeah. but we can only talk to so much. So mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and rank the seasons, and then we'll give this the old Avengers count. Hmm. How would I rate these seasons?
1: Do you I... want to give Avengers
0: for each one? You know what I thought was weird what? in season two is I expected there to be... Jill to get in trouble with Evie but obviously she disappeared before that was possible mm-hmm. but that was my expectation of what her character arc was going to be interesting um, and so I would say that uh, season 2 I just I, don't I know. think season 2 is probably my favorite uh, season I think f- I'd go 1-3-2 you like won the best I liked season 1 a lot that yeah. is interesting I did not think that would be the one you'd like I would say that one I think is sort of its own show. I really like two just because of Jardin, Texas, and I like um, just that whole plot line and Kevin, you know, being the in the uh, the spy afterlife. I thought that was very cool. Really, yeah. just everything about season two I absolutely loved. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I don't know. I just I kind of the the first season is so much more grounded mm-hmm. it's like what would, yes. what how would yes. people react to this yes. and then it just goes off the metaphysical rails it is it's totally mm-hmm. just a fever dream from that point yeah so i guess that's that's kind of my problem with season 2 i think they're both good i think it's yeah. all very interesting content but i just mm-hmm. I like the idea of what would people actually do, and I feel like season one answers that better than anything else, while still maintaining. It's not really about the rapture after season one. Yeah, it's just sort of these people coping in Mm -hmm. the aftermath. Um, So you're one, three, two. How many Avengers do Uh, you give the series? Probably between four and a half and five. Okay, across the board. Interesting. (coughs) I probably would have to give it. So, just say, like, let's do a sliding scale from my, my. Mad Men would be. No, no, I'm saying, like, five for season one, okay. and then 4.75 for, for season three. three, and then, yeah. Okay, five, and then 4.5. 4.5, 4.5 interesting. For two, yeah. So, you like Black Panther better than season three of The Leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That is interesting. <laughs> I See, I don't like directly comparing. All okay, well, this is why I hate let's, let's this. Let's do story. it on a TV scale. What's your, your, what's your favorite TV show, Mad Men? Mad Men, yeah. So, that's a six? Well Spongebob. <laughs> so Spongebob is a six. <laughs> and Leftovers is competing Well, for the first three seasons of Spongebob, definitely a six out of six. It is a six out of a six. Slam dunk home slam run. Slam dunk home run. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I believe it's uh, time for our next segment. Um, our buddy, but what are you grading them? I, I, the Sixes? Leftovers? I think i got to give season two is a, a six, six out of six. Season one, 5.5. And then season three, 5.75. Okay. So pretty close. I think season two is one of my favorite seasons of television. All right, now on to the main event. We're talking about Rampage, Rampage. with Rampage Brock
1: Johnson! And our special guest, Seth Clark. Hi, we're doing a Rampage segment today.
0: <laughs> uh, why don't we, just so we don't confuse the fans, why don't you little, play the theme little again? Little loud Okay. Little now. You couldn't hear, because play the theme again if they didn't hear it over Seth's talking. Okay. Okay, great.
1: Okay, that theme is a little loud for this Rampage segment. Okay,
0: should we do it again quieter? Honestly, I only put it in once. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so,
1: so, Seth, you're here to talk I'm not doing that about... the whole time. That'd be annoying. Everybody yeah, 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 yeah. No, we get it. Uh, you're here... Well, we, this you're... is super intimidating. I'm. It, it, no one can visually see I'm sitting a foot <laughs> lower. Can no one see this? <laughs> I am sitting a foot lower than the rest of them. Now, yeah. kudos for bringing us chair up the stairs super quietly. How come Kyle didn't say anything? He was here the whole time. <laughs>
0: (laughs) yeah well he's he's still oh my god God, he just got raptured (laughs) (laughs) both
1: both are possibilities you get to pick your story (laughs) like the leftovers three three things first i think me and jordan three things marvel related at the end i'm just gonna rattle those off but
0: wait wait pause guess what jordan watched
1: leftovers uh, how'd you know? <laughs> I was sitting outside the door for the last five minutes.
0: <laughs> how exciting is this for you? Not very exciting.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is. Oh, have, yeah. you not,
0: have, you, have you not
1: watched? No, I have not watched The Leftovers. Let me tell you a little show about How about you not, because you leftovers. ruined it. Because in case everyone knows, this mm. is the one show that Kate has talked to me about far and above more than any other I show I had nobody to else to
0: talk about it with. Yes.
1: Well, you were always like, watch Jordan it. This is, the, this is it. the show that started the whole, if you suggest it to me one more time, I'm never going to watch it for the rest Which of my life. Which, honestly, is not a fair <laughs> decision on how to watch this. I don't like it, but you forced my hand. I think you like it. Okay. Okay. I, so, Leftovers. You guys just talked about it. Really What's great. We'll move? How can you move on to another segment? You bring me in to talk more <laughs> about the Leftovers? I mean, it's, honestly, that would Jordan be Jordan and I are talking Rampage. Jordan, yeah. thoughts on this movie? Cade. Uh, <laughs> okay. Rampage. I thought
0: this was Four Man's Adventures, and I did. Didn't you see think it? sure? It's up to you. It's up to you to believe yeah, the story right. between whether or not I saw it. So, Rampage came out against Infinity War. <laughs> Why would you do that to it was, yourself? It was a disaster in tone. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It had monsters in it though, and they were cool. They, they were. were smashing stuff. I up. didn't even like the monsters. Honestly. We wow. We were yeah.
1: banking. I think me and Alex. My best friend since first grade. Uh, and Jordan were all banking on it. My being, best friend
0: since today.
1: <laughs> we were all banking on it being the most like it was going to be so stupid and self like somewhat self aware that it would be at least enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Not only was it not self aware. Yeah. They barely added any action. They had, like the scenes of monsters tearing down a city was a very small part of the film. Yeah, it was and and they kept trying to push an emotional connection
0: between the giant monkey and the rock and i don't know why and it was it was from the very beginning they were doing sign language poop and fart jokes while, while, while the score behind them was like the leftovers or something like it was like it was like an orchestral and yeah. like a
1: like warm like
0: honestly that why. was my favorite part it was, part was like of jurassic the park no, the or best part of the fart film, jokes the best
1: part of the film was it not Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing the weirdest villain anti Loki hero ever? Yeah. He's always at a ninety de- like an eight seventy five degree slouch, yeah. and he says the best line in the movie, which is like my grandpappy always used to say, "We're both assholes." <laughs> and it was, and I I said out loud in the theater because there was barely anybody in there. I said to Jordan. Did his grandpa call him an asshole? Yeah, like when would his kid? grandpa have said that. Like, what circumstance? What was the context? <laughs> Everybody's an asshole a little or something asshole. like that. But I yeah, don't he was. Know.
0: He was like, it's like he liked uh, Brad Pitt's performance in Inglorious Bastards. And I was like, I think I'm gonna put this in this. But making it well, I mean, he
1: wears his gun on his belt buckle. Yeah, like right yeah, right No, I know. I've right. seen it Here, yeah. And and then the the <laughs> other the other really there is a horrendous like there's good CGI in the movie with the monkey, there's this horrendous CGI of Jeffrey Dean Morgan's face as he's falling out of an airplane Yeah. of him going, holy shit, and his mouth doesn't like open right. And it was like, why yeah. did they do that? Jeffrey Dean Morgan's mouth? Yeah. I went to the bathroom doing this scene. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did. There's
0: just a lot of, everything about this movie and was I, just
1: so ill thought spoiler, out. Spoiler alert. Spoiler huh. alert for Rampage. <laughs> we did, I already told Kate about it, Yeah. but was it not great that the movie ends on this Amazingly emotional note of George dying. Yeah. Just to be followed up with The Rock going, George, is your eye open? Yeah. Is your, George, are you kidding? (laughs) Totally knew it was gonna happen. Like Uh, it was cause he does a poop joke, he flips off the camera, he does a sex joke. Yeah. With The Rock the and this girl, who had had no hands. screen time. This <laughs> girl and The Rock met, and then The Monkey's like, You guys are gonna fuck, and they're like, I guess we're going to fuck. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, the they, that's yeah, how no, they got he together. Well, he was in
1: a bloodlust for most of the films, The Monkey, was, <laughs> the first time he sees them. <laughs> the first time he sees them together, you two are gonna bang, and they had no like, emotional I mean, romantic he just chemistry. A monkey.
0: He probably, whenever he sees The Rock with anyone, he's like,
1: What? I, I know, <laughs> but I like, they had no chemistry as being a couple, yeah. and then The Monkey. He does that, and then they both look at each other like we're gonna be an awkward rom-com couple. We're I, yeah, I guess, I guess we're dating. Why would they date after this? <laughs> why, what, what about the adventure? They're in movie? the ruins, like the biggest ruins of Chicago ever. They're in a huge uh, well, pile of rubble and dead I bodies. Refer you
0: to post Infinity War Chicago.
1: Uh, any <laughs> yeah, whatever. cares <Okay, laughs> about that? Okay, so what about the rampage verse? <laughs>
0: um, is, is this part of uh, the monster verse no. with Godzilla and no. and Pacific Rim? I mean, these are knockoff Godzilla, and <laughs> knockoff King Kong, and Godzilla's and knockoff off
1: Marvel. <laughs> like, this why is they do, do you really this? think? Do you really think they want to push a white King Kong right now? In like. Like, you got King Kong like regular. King Kong. Yeah. I feel like it's political climate's just... <laughs> you can't get away with white you can't. King Kong. You uh-uh. just can't. But yeah, so that movie was garbage. Um, we almost saw it added. twice. We almost saw it twice as a funny, <laughs> as a funny joke for as everybody. As a joke mostly on ourselves. But we didn't. Because <laughs> well, we would have known, known snaps of them of sending out to people. No one would have thought it was funny. Everyone went, why did they go see it twice? Whoa, my. <laughs> The Hulk, Kyle. Just, the Hulk just freaked out. Oh, uh, oh, the uh, so then the the second
0: thing I wanted. To... By the way, I, the reason I said that is because a Hulk poster <laughs> fell, and the that... Hulk just t- Kyle turned into the Hulk and knocked down the poster. Yeah, it the, was crazy. It was very and silently escaped the
1: room, <laughs> as the Hulk does. <laughs> as his last trick, yeah, his ra- he rampages out and then yep. he he goes. Shh. <laughs> like, a, like a candle going. I am a mouse. The <laughs> other Hulk. things I wanted to bring up while okay. I was waiting to come up here, uh-huh. I I sat down there for a while, staring at the ground, waiting for you guys to stop talking. Good to know you're staying busy. And then no, so I I was watching a video about a Marvel thing, mm-hmm. and I think I that's what the cat I don't know if about. I brought it up on the podcast.
0: We've talked exclusively about Marvel today.
1: Uh okay, <laughs> but they uh, the the. The, I think I brought it up on the podcast, I know okay. I might have talked to one of you guys, okay. that in the Infinity War l- part in the comics, mm-hmm. it ends with Nebula getting a gauntlet. Getting the, getting the gauntlet. But I've thought about this, and uh-huh. this video was like, mm-hmm. brought it up. Mm-hmm. It says, what if in the next one, because what she does in the comics is the same thing, and the Nebula gets gauntlet and snaps her fingers and brings everyone back. That's entirely possible. You think they just
0: do that that quick? Or you think that's No, it'll like the be the, the movie. whole movie. Oh, yeah. And, Ca- and Iron Man and Captain America what will What if she have... can't snap? You know how some people just like like, yeah. I don't get it. That's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, <laughs> She's doing this. I would like to bring up one of our favorite segments on the show. Um, just in 11 days, Infinity War broke not only the biggest box office weekend record in both domestic and international markets, but as well as the fastest movie to hit 000, 000. a so, million dollars. <laughs> a million? Sorry, a billion. With it, a B. It
1: made a million dollars? Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, this movie's kind of not... Pretty yet. impressive, Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ask you, mm-hmm. will this movie make more than Avatar? Yeah. Mm, no No You're back to no Last time you were yes I think it's petering out The hype I think so it I ha- ha- Let me say Everyone who wanted to see it I think seen it but Let like me say it. it is not open in China yet Not at all Not at all Not until not May oh. 11th <laughs> That's interesting And it beat the record Without being open To the Chinese market How impressive is that It was pretty good Yeah How it, many people Are in China Jordan
1: That's a little at, racist kid Let's dumb it A
0: little bit At least <laughs> The number of Chinese people Yep is more.
1: Okay. Ooh, Jordan getting a little racist. Dial it down two notches. Like a handful. Definitely more than a handful. Is that a microaggression? You guys are micro. I'm not microaggression at all. <laughs> I, con- was. Was. I, oh, I, I was He's actually, actually appropriating. It. Oh, a cultural. <laughs> That's, <thing. Will>? That's <laughs> an old
0: Chinese joke. So Jordan <laughs> ooh, ooh, cut it, cut it. Jordan, I, I ask you, will this movie beat Avatar? Uh... I guess it has just surpassed. I'm White trying to Panther. Think. I'm trying to remember how well uh, it did. To Avengers did to Chinese audiences previously. I have no idea. I, um, just know uh, I think there's. A, I
1: think I saw a thing. Avengers didn't do good. It well, I Chinese thought Avengers audiences. did okay, but none of the other Marvel movies. That, did. Okay, I think. That's I think what it was, they yeah. like the
0: ensemble films. Yeah, I think this is as far as ensemble films goes. Yeah, pretty darn good. I can see it doing pretty well. I'm not sure it's enough. I mean, it could definitely. I mean, Avatar was how long ago now? It's been eight years? Nine years. Nine years? hmm It seems like it's about time for a movie to yeah. to explode like that. What better movie than this?
1: Uh, Rampage. Real quick, <laughs> Rampage. I did want to bring two, two other quick things. One, they, in that same video, they also alluded to the fact that what if what we're seeing at the end of Avengers mm-hmm. is a shot in the future? I don't think it is, but it's like... Because in the Infinity War comic, when he... He he loses in the Infinity War comics. Yes. They take the Gauntlet away from him, and he says, "I'm gonna. I I fought and I lost. They did good. I'm gonna live my life as a substance farmer for the rest of my life." <laughs> and that was a very that was very Isn't like, it like subsistence farmer. Sub, yeah, I was and thinking drugs. Yeah. Farmer. <laughs> subsistence farmer at the might at the as end. well get the kids. Pretty but there, high. that was very because that's how the other one ends. He's a farmer, and he does that smile that Thanos does at the end. Hmm. And they were saying, "What if that's the future? Like that's him accepting his loss." But I think I saw the gauntlet in no. the end of that scene, so that the person was wrong You know, he was not wearing the
0: gauntlet in the last scene. I've Wait, seen this movie no, the three times in now. That, by the really? way, this is the I most was, I've ever seen. Was the was if he
1: wasn't wearing it. It's in that tent thing though that he's in
0: when he, Oh, it like, might be in the shot. He's not wearing. it. Yeah,
1: he's not wearing it, but it's in there. So I, that's why I don't. think. I was I, thinking, I, I would. I was. I was uh,
0: kind of wanted to just go eat popcorn and watch a movie. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, I'd go watch this if it was on Movie Pass. Yeah, but, but no, it's not. I've had to pay that's for it. So bullshit. Yeah. What a fucking... These, this company. Well, did you, you know what I was thinking, though? <laughs> what? Because they did the thing where they said only four movies a month. Are you thinking the month. same thing I'm thinking? They said only four movies a month. Did and I just mention Seth before this podcast? Maybe. <laughs> and then they, they wouldn't let you repeat? I think their whole goal was just to never let you repeat. Yes. And the other thing was just a distraction. Exactly. So they could roll it back and be like, they look, did we it. listened. They did it like New Coke. Yeah. And now no one's yet complaining about the double repeats. Yeah. Uh, but i iHeartRadio, they were teaming they up with iHeartRadio, yeah. who was bankrupt. Like yeah. they were filing for bankruptcy, was that like a viable option? Yeah, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, they just they uh, yeah they, they covered, covered it boozled. up. Yes, they did it like New Coke. This yeah. is exactly what I said to Seth. Literally Look, we're making a giant mistake. mistake. Oh no, it's only half the mistake you think it
1: is, and everyone's <laughs> so relieved it's not the full mistake. <laughs> but, I get that, but they the only people that they did the four person, the four movies a month thing to was to new people coming in. But they weren't gonna do yeah. so that. So the people would who already people had it doing wouldn't it give a shit yeah. about the four. It was
0: just a it was just a publicity stunt.
1: Yeah, I should try out entry, some bad news. But wouldn't the people who already have it not care about the thing that doesn't pertain to them and care only about the thing that does pertain to them? Which Not is if they it think
0: means. it's going to pertain to them eventually.
1: Yeah, okay, well, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, hmm. when you hear MoviePass now only does four movies a month. You can also think that affects you, you and you're also
1: means you're worried about the
0: state of the company. Yes.
1: Well, the, I, I don't think anything's ever gonna not make me worry about the state of the company. Yeah. It's not it, this it, company it, is on. I, I oh, every, every comment on Reddit, the top comments always. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Everything movie best. and that's yeah. how I feel. I'm like it's gonna, it's
0: gonna crash. We're gonna, we're gonna look back on the movie past days fondly it's like why did they think they could get away with it
1: <laughs> they're gonna what's gonna happen is they'll eventually go back to the original thing which is like 39 or $49 for the month type of, I type of deal I don't think they'll do that well, that's so much I'd
0: almost do that except for it wouldn't I don't think it'd be financially worth it for me anymore because even if I saw four movies and that would technically be a discount yeah I would be seeing movies that I wouldn't have seen anyway just to make sure that I made my money's worth, which isn't actually that good of a deal.
1: <laughs> so Yeah, now you're seeing movies because you're I can, like, I have a money as well. Yeah, like, I, I not... can see
0: paying up to $20 a month.
1: Yeah. And I'd, I'd still
0: be fine with it because I see like four movies. I don't mind spending $5 per movie. That like that's still a big enough of a discount that I think I. I might even do forty. I don't know. I I don't. I don't think I could do. I don't 40. want to to come to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would hate to stop. I've really grown accustomed and enjoy yes. seeing movies again. Yeah. Like it's so nice just to be able to go to the theater for free. Yeah. Or it, <laughs> on Mitch. Con- what was this guy's name? Mitch. The, the guy the, who movies. Oh, Howell. I have no Howie... idea what his name is. Mandel. Shit. No. <laughs> Mitch Howell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <laughs> um. Right, whatever his name is. Um, This, I just think that this... I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: think. Choo choo.
0: <laughs> and there it <laughs> goes. Um, uh, the
1: last thing I wanted to bring up is in the, the when they take the, the Mindstone out of, spoiler alert, no, take Vision the Mindstone. Oh, yeah. Out of <laughs> well, they
0: should have seen it by <laughs> he now. He loses, he loses. No, I am putting his, this out before. I'm holding on to those. Oh, habits. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: loses his color. Yeah. And that's what I was watching, and just saw in that video, too. In the comics, when they bring Vision back, mm. he comes back as There's almost rainbow, solar, Silver Surfer esque and yeah. he has absolutely no emotion. Literally. Jordan. Jordan, he's going to be more <laughs> Jordan than Jordan could ever wish. to That's be. interesting. Yeah, sorry, that's a cage joke. I really had to write off the. the you are vision. All right, well, the way. podcast so far. <laughs> okay. how, how about that? No, no, no. no. I, have, not I have one more thing. I have one more thing. I just wanted to bring up, and I'm just going to touch on real quick. Fine. The last thing I wanted to bring up was that. I watched another video, and it was talking about how this is all, we talked forever. Apparently, you did. <laughs> you watched four twenty-minute videos. <laughs> in five I, did, minutes. I never told you how long. All right, come or. on. The 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 last they thing were all was, actually four. And minutes. this is yeah. a new four-way four four A into huh. different. But it you was had a video <laughs> a video about uh, uh, apparently social justice warriors detest the new God of War game. Because <laughs> Which really has nothing to do with Infinity War. Because Or the uh-huh. leftovers. Because they said they said that it it is toxic masculinity being taught to a younger culture because the dad taking his son on a trip teaching him toxic masculinity. Mm. I wanna throw out that this God of War game has no sex scenes in it. None. Well, you know, this is what I hate about video games. It's like they appeal to the male fantasy. The opening, <laughs> the opening 20 to 30 minutes of that game is yeah. you finding wood to burn your dead wife. It's so amazing. You can take also, your what son. I said was a meme by
0: the way, if you I thought know, that was it. original. I'm just letting the audience know cuz I don't know how meme savvy
1: our audience is. You know It'll oh, be, you know be a good meme? I hope. It'll you know be a good meme is that the opening the you know what? I, I wrote an article about this. This is this. Yeah. this yeah. I, wrote a to the, to I wrote a blog post. I wrote a blog post about this. This is this just appeals to the male fantasy, and it hard cuts to literally just the uncut first twenty minutes yeah. of the God of War game of him burning his wife and going, "We must go." Yeah, it's just <laughs> we must go take your mother's ashes to the top of the mountain and throw it off. But dad, I don't want to go. You have to do this. It was your mother's last wish, and then yeah. every guy's like, yeah, power trip." <laughs> I mean, it's a it's an amazing game. I have no qualms with the game. I know, I just thought that that was so funny. This girl was like, "It's he's teaching toxic masculinity to a kid. How can you let this happen?" Yeah. I mean, people complain about everything. Yeah, exactly. Days. That's
0: not a problem with SJWs as much as it's a problem with people who don't know about a thing, pretending they know a thing, and yeah. making some sort of value judgment on it, even though they don't know what they're talking about. Correct. And that's that's the frustrating. Funniest, but people are always the gonna funniest do that.
1: thing. Though was the video was by this the video where I learned that someone wrote that mm-hmm. was from a guy saying social justice. Warriors ruined god of war <laughs> the new he was referring to the new game and i was yeah. like did he he played it right he's like i played the whole thing it was amazing but they ruined it it is a crap game now because of them and i was like it's an amazing game <laughs> yeah, yeah so see he he's the moron anywhere. on the
0: exact opposite I side. i saw both sides <laughs> yeah. i saw
1: both sides i was like oh i cut the video off almost immediately yeah. but i got those two points um,
0: like, so to to summarize you go are horror. willing to go back to see avengers and pay money for it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a cash dollar I, I This is the first time I've seen a movie three times in the theaters. I saw it with Joey, huh. uh, my one of my best friends since first grade, been on the podcast. Um, mm. He loved it. He said he might have liked Civil War better. Oh. But hmm. other than that, it is a close second. Yeah. He really loved... Uh, all the bits about um, just the Guardians and he loved Thor Thor was the MVP like he is for all of us in mm-hmm. all of our hearts. Sure. And he did not have a problem with Star-Lord's uh, faux pas as much as you did. Honestly, the crazy thing is when I sat down in a two. I've seen this movie three times. The first uh-huh. time I watch it... I watched it with that Jordan lens. Like, Seth, you know when... Shur- I don't
1: have the Jordan lens. No.
0: You, we all have the Jordan lens. Anyone who interacts with Jordan <laughs> has the Jordan lens. Um, who's Black Panther's sister? Shuri. Shuri. When Shuri tells uh, Bruce Banner, why didn't you just uh, reenact the synopsis, blah, 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 and he's, Bruce Banner says, well, we didn't think of it. As soon as she said that techno mumbo- mumbo-jumbo, I... Didn't want to look at Jordan, but I knew, ooh, he's really mad right now about that line.
1: But it was delivered, I know it was techno-mumble-jumble, but it was for a joke. But the joke <laughs> the joke was based on gibberish. I'm sorry, did you want the Hulk to turn around and go, um, English? Your favorite joke? <laughs> no, I would have hated that too. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, Jordan, what do you want? What do you want?
0: If we were having an argument... And I just made up gibberish and then acted really smug
1: about it. Wouldn't you be frustrated? <laughs> if we Could lived in a, a like, fantasy realm where it existed, then yeah, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> things have to mean things to be clever. If the God of Thunder was in the same room as me and I'm sitting there looking around and I'm like, I don't know what Jordan's saying is true, but the Asgardian God of Thunder is in the same room as me. And I'm like, I don't know. what to. I, okay.
0: Another fun thing to bring up It's so mm-hmm. odd. That- and riff on Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> um, during an earlier podcast, I don't remember what episode it was. I don't think it was a Marvel movie. It was some other movie we were talking about. But you said when a boy's mother dies, like in front of you, yeah, you almost have a primal urge to kill the person who did that. Do you remember what movie that was? No, I don't either. Um, but I just think that Guardians has, One. No, no, it wasn't a Marvel Guardians movie. Two. It was a more recent episode, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. Maybe it was someone Be oh, uh, ooh, no, not, I was thinking. You know, another thing about this, Thanos, if you're talking about the... (laughs) The the Star-Lord punching. Yes. Yeah. Another thing about that is earlier in the movie, he already showed that he's willing to overcome his emotions enough to kill his wife, or kill his lover, Long-term booty call. Yes, long-term <laughs> booty call. He's already shows that he has, a long a, he has enough yeah. control to do that. And then he can't and control funny, his emotions now? Funny thing. Come on, Star-Lord. Funny the thing. universe is at stake. Funny thing. Um, well, I think, wouldn't you, <laughs> I mean, rather, yeah, but... wouldn't you rather kill the love of your life than have an evil titan taking over the universe killer? Uh, either way, I wouldn't destroy the universe. <laughs> uh, and and pre- just getting a petty little punch in on the guy who's not going to feel it because he's a demigod. So when they wrote it, When they wrote the movie... uh, They were all drunk. Star-Lord did not... No. (laughs) Star-Lord did not kill Gamora. He didn't have the guts to. Uh, And then James Gunn and... Uh, Chris Pratt both said, oh yeah, he'd totally do it. He's got the stones. Then why were, where were they when they were filming the <laughs> scene the with snow. him in it? <laughs> <He had the laughs> because that's macho to react to your girlfriend dying. Ooh. He's a hero. No. <laughs> you killed your girlfriend or you killed the guy that killed your girlfriend. Those are the only two ways. Wait
1: till the glove's off. <laughs>
0: uh No, he had to do it then. Wait till the glove's off. He was an emotional boy. It's the same boy. rules as there are for fighting Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know what
1: that joke means, Do you but mean, I like it. So. I, think, I think you meant I think you uh, O.J. Simpson. No. No. Wait till the glove's off, then you can fight him. Cause if the glove doesn't fit, you he's going to jail. I think that's kind of racist. So I think that's
0: the end of the episode. He's, no, he's in jail. Okay, so Seth your PR dead. Uh <laughs> no, he's <I've>, in jail. <laughs> I've been Jordan Peoples and Marvel has sucks. I've been Cade Weiber. Jordan, thank you so much for watching the Leftovers. This has been a great episode. I've been Seth. OJ killed his wife.